0: Welcome to Everything In Between, and we are your hosts, Siobhan and Sam, and today we are going to talk about things that you wouldn't believe that your presidents got up to while they were in office. Right, Michelle? Or- <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know it's just like, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> it's just like that. It's just like that. I think Siobhan. we should just keep that in because that's just yeah. very twenty twenty. That is the state yeah, of man. things today. It's like we're coming, we're going, we have so many mm-hmm. things going on. What like what's mm-hmm. happening? I think it's very appropriate. What, what day is it? Especially for the things that we're gonna be talking about with these presidents. <laughs> so guys, we were trying to figure out how we could have something that was, you know, fitting for election time. Um and this is what we came up with. Now, Samantha had originally said, like, let's do a president and we can talk about that president, maybe do a two week episode. But it changed into what we're going to present today. And let me just tell you, I was completely <laughs> shocked when we were originally going through like, you know, our setup and what we want to talk about. I was like, oh, you know, we could do Jimmy Carter because I think. I think he's like a very good man and he's a humanitarian and he doesn't have any scandals that I know of. And Smith was like, no, like the scandals are what's going to make it great and juicy. Yes. So I was like, OK, so she sends me this link to a Spotify podcast called Very Presidential by Ashley Flowers. And she's like, you pick the president. Awesome. So I'm like, OK, I'm like, we can do this. So I'm in my car, I put on the podcast, and let me tell you guys, like this was fantastic. I'm in my car talking to the radio. I'm like, oh my gosh, no he didn't. And so it was so good that I ended up listening to a couple of presidents, but the one that I listened to first was Warren G. Harding, the erotic poet, right? and so i picked that one because i figured okay that can be a little bit fun and naughty october november like scorpio months and so those are like sexy people and it's presidents (laughs) right so like it's it's gonna be fun oh my effing goodness i don't even understand (laughs) how these people are like presidents and you know what i think all of us think that Donald Trump is like the first president to be outrageous right. and do all of these things. At least for me, and I feel like the circle of people that I associate with, I don't recall in my lifetime seeing a president that's like so wildly outlandish, right? Uh Bill but, Clinton. Um I guess I was too young to really know. Like he has the whole Monica oh, Lewinsky know, scandal. I but yeah, I feel I like I picked that up was doing things I I <laughs> Like you're not supposed to do that in the Oval Office, right? But it's like I feel like everyone focuses on Trump that he's doing all mm-hmm. these bad things. And then we think about Nixon, right? Like those are presidents yeah. that stand out in my mind when I think, oh my gosh, they did something wrong. No, mm-hmm. these presidents are out of control. So so halfway through, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe this is why that rapper is Warren G, because maybe he's freaking naming himself after this president because that's how outlandish it was. So it starts, guys. Warren did not even want to be president. Okay. So I'm like, how how do you let somebody talk you into being president when it's not a job that you even want? And the thing is, yeah, he was I feel bad calling somebody like outright incompetent but it was like he was incompetent, but he knew it. Um, I forget what was going on. I want to say that it was a disease, but the woman quotes him and he's like, listen, I don't know what's going on. And he was like, I don't even know. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a disease. It was for taxes. And he was like, I don't even know where the book is to find the information on this. And he was like, even if I found it, I don't know if I could read it and understand it. Like he's just Outrageous. He's like, I'm not trying to do this. And it seems like if you just wanted someone to be your friend and have a good time with that person, he's the guy because he's having poker parties. He's drinking, like he's doing yeah. all of the things, right? So yes, as they're saying yes. this, I'm like, well, where does the erotic poetry come in? Because <laughs> this is not <laughs> what I'm expecting. So basically... Warren and now I'm like oh my gosh he's a guy after my own heart he's a bleeding heart he believes in love and he wants to write these love letters Unless and just you're his wife exactly his <laughs> wife for whatever reason he's just not feeling her now the way that they spoke yeah. about her it seems like his wife was more intelligent than him and more on like the right track like this is how we should probably run a country this is what you need to do to be a respectable person but it's like 1917 1920 that's not a woman's place so he doesn't have to talk to her so he takes and a I think mistress she was infertile you know what I don't I, I don't recall her Saying that but they did no, She I didn't. I did my own research I think okay.
0: She was infertile like um, It was speculated By his family That he, or President um, Harding's family That he was infertile Because they never had any children But
1: hmm. he Ended up having a kid with one of his With mistresses. a mistress yes yes But this is yeah. the one that took me out Sam not only did he yep. have an affair on his wife, his best friend mm-hmm. was either sick or passed away. I think he was still just sick. He goes to his wife to comfort him, and at oh, this point, yeah. I'm like that, that. I don't have a problem with that. If my best friend was sick, I would comfort her husband. Like I would send him flowers. I would be yeah. like, "Here's a care package. Let me know if you need anything." You're my best friend's husband, right? But no, right. he crosses the line and You're has my a best friend's full- wife. <laughs> it's a full-out affair you're my best with friend's husband yes yeah he has an affair wait i said my best friend's wife you said you said
0: you're my best friend's husband
1: yeah because no i'm saying like for me i'm saying like i didn't have oh, a problem with that like okay. if my best friend was sick i would be like oh, okay yeah i'm gonna bring food to her husband i'm gonna bring mm-hmm. you know dinner flowers whatever so i didn't mm-hmm. see anything wrong with that until they were like he started sleeping with his best friend's wife. I would not sleep yeah. with my best friend's husband while she's sick in the hospital fighting for her life. I was yeah. absolutely shocked. And what was so crazy to me was that this wasn't like a one-time like lapse of judgment thing. This right. went on for a long time. And they were writing these... Years. Like, oh, hello. Well, I don't know if she was the one that was 15 years. It was another woman who yeah, he had the daughter her. with. It was her that like, was the second mistress that's so. crazy okay Yeah, just crazy and the letters i thought the letters were going to be like very explicit but for 1920 they were explicit yeah, but he was just were. saying how like he couldn't wait to like kiss her so deeply and passionately and it was everything that he needed um he wanted to like rest his head on her Pillowy breast. And then they said something. He referred to his penis, and I forget what he called it, but he was basically saying that his penis missed her. And I was like, what? I was like, what is going on here? So it was like, okay, Lyndon B. Johnson. Then they're like, there's another girl, another intern. So, you know, these Washington interns are a little bit questionable she basically likes him and they said you know he was just a plain looking guy so i haven't even looked him up so i don't know so what he still, looks you're like you're still talking about harding right
0: yes because you still threw talk- in lyndon b johnson <laughs> no i don't know what. why he was going well, no i to didn't lyndon B.
1: johnson Yes, yeah, i did? He did all right I like, i'm wait, just are you going to... no i'm still on him so he um he had another mistress It was a girl that she liked him. She was just an intern. So who knows, you know, how she found out about him. But she wrote him a letter. And she was just like, you know, it's really hard to be a typist out here. I want to find out, you know, More information? Can you give me some advice? And basically, he starts having an affair with this woman as well. And so, a little fun fact that I didn't know that she shared is that at that time, and still to this day, the time of her podcast, it's against the law to have an affair in New York City. (laughs) Which I'm like, are you sure? Because all the affairs going on in New York City, a lot of people should be in trouble. Um, But basically this girl ends up having a baby and she's like in Chicago and she's gonna do her own thing. So all of this occurs before he wants to run for president. And so when the Republican party comes to him and they say, okay, we're gonna run, run you for president. Do you have anything in your closet that we should know about? He says no. And I'm like, what was his thought pattern? Why didn't he say like, yeah, I have a secret love child over here And, you know, I've been writing these really racy letters to my best friend's wife for all of these Mm -hmm. years. Like, Mm -hmm. it just never crossed his mind. So I just Googled him, guys, so I could see what he looks like. I'm just not seeing the allure here. But maybe in the 1920s, -hmm. this was like... He was a looker. But she
0: wasn't a looker. I mean, the women weren't lookers either. So I don't know if you ever Googled her so no. i actually found some uh, excerpts from the uh love letters i thought i'd read a, a little bit of it yeah read this racy so, pillow letter well i don't know about that one but i had this this was one of uh, apparently some of these letters were as long as 40 pages yes that's ridiculous yeah of that's him a short story of, that's like word porn um and he's called himself a mad tender, devoted ardent eager, passion- wild, jealous, hungry lover for her. Mm. And then he told her, "I love you more than all the world and have no hope of reward on earth or hereafter, so precious as that in your dear arms, in your thrilling lips, in your matchless breast, in your incomparable embrace." He wrote that on Christmas Eve in 1910 to um, her. I mean, if it wasn't a
1: fair, how awesome would that be? Wouldn't you love for someone to write you like so passionately about how into you they are? I think that's so romantic.
0: Yeah. Too bad he was married. So then he starts talking about his (laughs) wife, and he says,
1: "Is in the same letter?
0: No, this is a different letter." Oh my gosh. So he said that there isn't one iota of affection in my home relationship. Oh wow. It's merely an existence necessary for appearance' sake. That's what he said to her in um, two separate letters. And then here's the stanza that he wrote for her. I love you. I love to suck your breath away. I love to cling. There long to stay. I love you garb, but naked more. Love your beauty to thus adore. How
1: crazy is that? Like this Mm -hmm. is a president. This is what he's doing. And again, I still don't understand how he let them talk him into doing this like he could have just been like no i don't want to like he didn't want the job he referred to it as being in prison so it's like sir mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. signed up for this what what's happening here yeah but then she ended up blackmailing him yes she did so or she that attempted was, that to right like twist she, and you know what this is the crazy part like as we're talking about it these are just like the sexual-related scandals. He has other ones. But before mm-hmm. we get to the ones that are non-sexual-related, one thing that definitely had me laughing in the car, mm-hmm. they were saying, like because like I said, he liked to drink, he liked to play poker and have these wild parties, So he said he was at a friend's house because his wife, of course, the first lady, is like, you should not be freaking having hot dogs and beer and playing these games at the White House. Like, this is a serious place and we (laughs) need to have a serious business. Um, He wasn't even a good poker player because she went on to say that he like lost a set of White House China. So I was like, this is wild. So he goes to his friend's house, where I think they said was some senator or governor or whatever. And basically they had some ladies over they're having a good time and someone says okay let's clear the tables off <laughs> I'm just laughing thinking about it cuz I was like this is ridiculous they're like let's clear the tables off and let's have these girls dance on the table so the girls get up on the table and they are dancing <laughs> and they're throwing plates and dishes and everything and somebody throws either like a wine bottle i think she said and it hits one of the girls in the head the girl falls off the table and she's unconscious so i'm in my car cracking up like oh my gosh this is wild and then just a few minutes later she's like that lady later died in the hospital i was like oh my gosh how hard were they throwing these things that she got hit in the head with a wine bottle and died from it. So Can you imagine that- these old guys just sitting around the table like,
0: hmm, what should we do today? Let's get those girls on the table.
1: I, you know what makes it so wild? Like, it always blows my mind, is that people are the same. Because you have to, look like, this is the 1920s, and there was still, like, all this debauchery going on. You think of, like, oh, you know, it was different, it was innocent times, it was all this. No. Man will always be I don't even know what the word is to call it, but, like, scandalous. There's always yeah. going to be some salacious, scandalous things going on. But that wasn't mm-hmm. even the end of it. Like, there was um, an oil So that field. lady's
0: name, just because we keep oh. calling her that lady, is her name is actually Carrie, um, is it Carrie... Phillips, Carrie
1: the lady Phillips, that passed away,
0: the first mistress. That's the first mistress. Okay. One of them Carrie
1: wrote Phillips. like a, a memoir, and that's how they have yeah, all this that's information. The second. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not even that's like she second. made this up. Like but this she is all didn't part keep of history. Anything. That's the one with the
0: daughter. She didn't keep Wait. any. the 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 second one destroyed all of the stuff he learned after the first one tried to blackmail him. And um, he's like, no, nope. you know, <laughs> no, you have to destroy all that, you know, put all the way. But I did find another full poem I would like to read because it's just so, so much. <laughs> Mind you, <laughs> you guys, that, this is the n- early 1900s where it was like totally not cool to do things like this well apparently it was cool but just as long as you didn't get caught
1: like an ankle was sexy
0: <laughs> we have learned this from green bay packers um what's his name brett Favre. when he was was he sending dick pics to people or something like that and somehow it oh got gosh. out to the world you don't remember that or no. something he was sexy so okay whatever okay so you shouldn't keep evidence like that's just like a rule if you're gonna cheat
1: oh my gosh
0: <laughs> Yeah, Google People that. People are out of control.
1: I'm <laughs> just, wait, I'm sorry, guys. I just can't stop laughing because this is not what I expected at all. I thought from I was going to president. Be <laughs> not my president. Off. Yes, yours. I was like, you know, they're going to be like maybe somebody, you know, did a bad business deal or something. But this Mm-mm. was just That's outrageous. That's the least of the concerns. <laughs> okay, here oh. it is. Here it is.
0: This is from the president. To his mistress, Carrie, the first one. Honestly, I hurt with the insatient longing until I feel that there will never be any relief until I take a long, deep, wild drought on your lips and then bury my face on your pillowing breasts. Oh, Carrie, I want the solace only you can give. It is an awful hunger. Um, so And to be so wholly denied that that dot. so there must be something there wouldn't you like to hear me ask if we only dared an answer we dare while souls rejoicing sang the sweetest of choruses in the music room wouldn't you like to get sopping wet out on superior not the lake for the joy of fevered fondling and melting kisses Wouldn't you like to make the suspected occupant of the next room jealous of the joys he could not know as we did in morning communion at Richmond? Oh, Mm. Carrie, mine. You can see I have yielded and written myself into wild desire. I could beg, and Jerry came and will not go, Says he loves you, that you are the only, only love worthwhile in all this world, and I must tell you so and score or more of other fond things he suggests, but I spare you. You must not be annoyed. He is utterly devoted that he only exists to give you all. I fear you would find a fierce enthusiast today
1: yes this is the one jerry is his penis yes this is what he's writing to her while he's supposed to be running the country he is having a full out affair and has time to write these 40 page letters he puts Aliyah so to shame we
0: know that jerry is his penis <laughs> let me reread that, part. So that you yes guys yes to get fully full understand
1: <laughs> what he is saying Yes, because yes. when I was in the <laughs> car, I was like, oh, I wish I would have known that when she read it the first time so yes. that I could have it in my mind. Yes.
0: Yeah, so here, let me read that part about Jerry over. OK. Oh, carry mine. You can see I have yielded and written myself into wild desire. I could beg and Jerry came and will not go, says he loves you, that you are the only, only love worthwhile in all this world, and I must tell you so, and a score more of other fine things he suggests, but I spare you, you must not be annoyed. He is so utterly devoted that he only exists to give you all, I fear you would find a fierce enthusiast today.
1: (laughs) That's wild to me. Wild. Totally thirteen. totally wild that he was I'm like i'm just saying thinking
0: of this. i i would like someone to write that to me like that would be cool i, I i'm i'm of the i think that you know 50 shades of gray and all these things like we're all like oh no 50 shades okay
1: but apparently shit like this has been going on for a while okay okay like and i think that's what really <laughs> caught me off guard because i wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that he was going to, you know, have all these things going on. And mm-hmm. then on the political side, um, because he wasn't just all, you know, scandalous with the affairs and children out of wedlock, mm-hmm. but he also, you know, had some bribes going on. He mm-hmm. had... um, Cricket, cr- cricket people in the Yeah. They called him, like, I forget the name, but it was some kind of gang, and they were like, he wasn't even the leader of the gang. I think they called it the Ohio yes. Boys or something. <laughs> yes. That's how, like, deranged that they were is that they were doing this and they were bootleggers too. That was yeah. something that they had said that he did. They were getting um some department, probably the Department of Health, but it's basically doctors. The only way that you could have alcohol back in that time was if, you know, a doctor had signed off and said that you needed it for medical purposes. So like, not rubbing alcohol, but things like that. Maybe to numb your gums and stuff like that. People used to do that or to like rub um, your chest with hard liquor. And so they were having these doctors write them these letters so that they could get alcohol for them to drink. (laughs) There was no medicinal purpose. Um, You know, they were taking land from the Navy. They weren't having appropriate bids for it. Like there was such scandal going on. And unfortunately, Mr. Harding, he had... I think it was heart problems, they said, but he did actually pass away before his term finished. And they were like, it's, you know, it's sad that he passed away, but it's a good thing that he passed away because he was able to pass away in like dignity. And that if he would have stayed alive, like he would have not most likely have been reelected and it would have been a whole huge scandal because he was just not doing a good job as president. And what's so amazing to me, Mm -hmm. too, is like between now and then, people can see that the president is incompetent. People know this. But everybody in the White House literally works together to continue to make the president look good, even when he's a hot ghetto mess. It's like, how? How does it, like, how does this happen that someone doesn't say, listen, we need to fix this. Like, this person is not doing their job, and we're all in danger. Um, yeah. It's just amazing okay. to me.
0: I found another Jerry one, you guys.
1: Oh, now like, <laughs> Samantha oh. is <laughs> getting all the dirt. She's getting all the dirt. <laughs> yes, please okay, tell okay, us what Jerry okay. is saying now.
0: Jerry is saying, let's all remember Jerry is his penis. Okay. Jerry, this is what it says. Jerry. You were called Jerry, whose cards I once sent you to Europe, came in while I was pondering your notes in glad reflection, and we talked about it. He was strongly interested and elated and clung to discussion. He told me to say that you are the best and darlings in the world. And if he could have but one wish, it would be to hold your your uh, I don't know what that's supposed to say. To be held in your arms, or no, to be held in your darling embrace and thrilled by your pink lips that. Convey the surpassing rapture of human touch and unspeakable joy of love, surpassing embrace. I don't think he's talking about his,
1: her, her upper lips with that. No, he's
0: not. <laughs> I'll just let him point that out. Okay. I cordially agree with all he said. Perhaps he is not important. Maybe it's not even interesting, but he is devotedly, exclusively for you.
1: I love I it. I love this. And you know <laughs> what? I think I feel like, um, how do you call it? Like, from a literary standpoint, right? Like, let's forget that he's a president and let's just look at, yeah. like, the technical part of it. I always <laughs> find it so fascinating how he can be saying something that's so explicit, but, like, the coded yeah. language between the two of them makes it seem, like, not okay. Like, like it seems okay, you know, to an unsuspecting mm-hmm. reader. They might just say, oh, okay, you know, this is just a little letter. Um, I think that that is interesting. I also just miss like the form of written um yeah, word. that, that uh, yeah. yeah. Like one of my favorite books too. is Love in the Time of Cholera and it's like they're sending these great love letters and it's this great love story but it's just something to me so romantic about sending letters back and forth. Like you really took your time. You had to go get mm-hmm. a stamp, put in an envelope, mm-hmm. mail it. It's way old school here. Um, mm-hmm. But that was him. Do you have any other presidents that you want to, like, bring up that you've listened to their stories and you're just like, OMG?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I do want to give out a quick point of reference to cite where I was reading this stuff from. Oh, so yeah, in I case people want to read more. <laughs> yeah, because there's more. I, I There are more. Um, it's actually a timeline sequence. <laughs> <So> oh, wow. <laughs> you guys think. Okay. I went to New York Times Magazine, so nytimes.com, and then um, Jordan Michael Smith wrote this on July 7, 2014, and the name of it is The Letters That Warren G. Harding's Family Didn't Want You to See.
1: Wait, so So now now I have to do a quick lookup on that guy, because is that the New York Times writer that got exposed? Okay, no, that's not him. There was, like, a whole big scandal a few years ago about the New York Times writer that was making up the stories. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, I do. Of course. I thought that was him. I was like, oh. No, that's not this guy. Anyway, yeah, you know, another person that I thought that Ashley uh, Flowers, who's the host of that show, Very Presidential, um, she did a really good job on LBJ. And it was... You know, I don't know what I thought. Like at this point, I have been listening to the podcast and I knew it was going to be shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she started talking about LBJ. I was like, man, what he do? You know, like I was like ready. You know, it wasn't a surpri- it wasn't a surprise or anything at this point. Because I'm like, well, judging by the other two guys she was talking about, you know, we're going to turn it up. But no, this one is a little bit different. LBJ was a ru- a womanizer, you know, just like <sighs> Harding. Yeah, just like Harding just like Kennedy, Kennedy. you know. Totally. What is wrong with but, these men? <laughs> but I almost think cuz one of the things that Ashley pointed out was that he was really 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 really, really um in need to show his masculinity to people. So he Hmm. would you know show how Manly he was that was like important To him and you know if you ever Read about is it Hoover who was the Closet homosexual but He he After you know
1: What? You're just blowing my mind here. I feel like I for me personally, I've never looked into presidents like outside of when you're in school and you have to learn all of the presidents in order that they come in. Like so all of this is just like blowing my mind. When you said a closet homosexual, you should see my face. Like what? I've never heard of this (laughs) stuff before. Oh my gosh. That is like the T. That is the T
0: Hoover. Um, and his cl- he, and it was actually he was uh, allegedly I think it's Hoover is is the he's the FBI the, yes yeah, Hoover yeah Edgar um, Hoover. he was allegedly I'm going off of I'm sidetracking here but whatever he was allegedly in a love affair with his director like the guy under his assistant director oh wow him. there was a lot going on there okay mm-hmm. people talking about like were they or weren't they nobody ever saw that they were. Actually, like that, but at the same time, um, some people have records of them holding hands in the car together and doing the most. Oh wow! Yeah, I and then knew. some people, yeah, and I guess some people saw them kissing. But he apparently had like a a whole flat where they would liaise. Um mm. And yeah, he had a flat, but not not Hoover, but his boyfriend where they would liaise mal hoover went after homosexuals like crazy you know and Mm. a lot of people speculate he did that because he was homosexual and he was in the closet you know right and trying to cover his
1: tracks oh my gosh i never understood that why would you persecute the same people when you're like a part of that group community
0: yeah that's what i understand like if i don't understand that at all like that makes no sense to me that's just like me going after black people i'm like hey i'm black Right. You know, this is gonna affect me too.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. But I'm just my mind is blown about that. I'm sorry, the guest track talking about Johnson. It was yeah. like, what <laughs> Okay. So LBJ.
0: So he was like really, really, really big into showing that he was like, you know, a manly man. Like so much so that um, Ashley was talking in one of her in this episode that he would have people come in while he was getting uh what do you call the thing that gets put up your butt? An enema? Yeah, enema. Yeah, he was, and he would have people talking to him while he, the nurse was in there putting the thing up his butt, and they were just like, "What the world?" And he didn't care. Like that was his thing. He was to demean people. He wanted to, you know, tower over people because he was a pretty tall guy. So he would always like use his height to intimidate people. Um, She notes that one time he made someone watch him take a shit.
1: Why? That's gross. I don't see how that's manly. That's just weird. weird. I would be like, no, get out. I need my privacy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but he was just like, because, you know, he wanted to just like exert that control and that power over him. Um, He cheated on his wife all the time. That was like one of the things that he had in common with Kennedy where he had his, you know, workplace sexual romances and stuff. So he, you know, hit on the secretaries. He hit on, you know, anybody was willing. So I was just, yeah. So I was just kind of floored by that, like
1: how much of a jackass he was, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to that one next because I think with all of them I'm just gonna be floored because I also listened to JFK on my ride home and that one I was absolutely 100% blown away shocked like I knew that there was the whole potential that he had an affair with Marilyn Monroe but I did not know any of the other information i did not realize that he was a womanizer to the extent that he was and i did not did you not know that i i had no idea samantha i literally thought that that was his only affair are you kidding no i had no idea like when i think of jfk i think of marilyn monroe Jackie, oh, because she had all the pretty clothes, and that he was killed in the car in the grassy knoll, Lee Harvey Oswald. That's what I think of. Oh, and you know what? Right. And I think of um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's what I think of when I think of JFK. JFK. Yeah. Yes. That's. I didn't realize that he had the level of health issues that he had. and the amount of drugs that they put him on. Now, for him and during the time, I wouldn't say that he was a drug addict because a doctor was prescribing these drugs to him. However, like the doctor's mm-hmm. name was like Dr. Feel Good. So I feel like yeah. that was <laughs> very questionable. <laughs> I feel like that was questionable But I get it if somebody's saying That they're a doctor and whatever they're prescribing Is making you feel you know, better He knew that that doctor
0: would make Right feel some people good. were like, like he, it, That's why he chose him you know He all was recommended right. by someone in his circle And we all know if you're in JFK's circle You're probably not like
1: above board You know but, I mean considering not, Some of them were because you know, Some other doctors were like circle. no you can't see You know him anymore but i just feel like so many things one i'm surprised honestly with the amount of different things that he was on that the yeah. drugs didn't kill him yeah. i don't know how that man was a al- alive yeah. like one basically he was getting like speed and amphetamines i was like yeah. is that meth like yeah. what's going on like the president Insane. was on meth yep <laughs> just Yo. crazy mind Insane. blown and someone he's else making was on meth
0: too. I can't remember. It was someone who, maybe it was JFK's story. I don't know,
1: but she was saying like some guy who was hurt. It was JFK. He was hurt. He yeah, to, yeah. Know. Something was wrong with his back, and he just had all these illnesses since childhood. So he was literally on speed and uh, amphetamines, which I think are meth. I'm just gonna call them amphetamines because I don't know for sure if they're meth, but it I is. feel like methamphetamines Like yeah. it's the same thing. And it was like also what I never realized. And I don't know if they teach this in high school because I do remember learning about the Cuban Missile Crisis, but I didn't realize that like he and his brother pretty much created the whole thing and it wasn't like an actual thing until they created it. I was like, what? Like, how did I miss that? Um, Just so crazy to see all of these really powerful men and... The things that they're doing while they're president, I'm so interested to see if after you know Mm -hmm. Trump's time in office, if she'll make one for him. Probably not, because I'm thinking we're gonna need like a a lot of years. Well, yeah, no, I think
0: it's only to the election. And then she stops this podcast
1: Yeah because I'm thinking like in theory Like you can't you would need a lot of years To go by so that the truth could come Out to know this Mm -hmm. but I wonder Like hypothetically if she were To do an episode on Trump like what Would come out that he's doing that We don't know you know because You figure I feel like so many things That he's done are already out in the Open and they're showing so like is He really hiding anything Because I feel like he just says and does whatever He wants and he doesn't think well Isn't that a scary thought? (laughs) If what we know is
0: just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) That's a scary thought considering, like you said, he just
1: throws everything out there, you know, just yikes that would be insane right i could only imagine the type of things that he's hiding but that's the thing that's so weird like this is donald trump he's on what his fourth wife he has affairs like he says crazy things so the things that we're shocked about with kennedy and harding he's just doing Mm -hmm. out in the open that's who he is so i'm really at this point like what would donald trump have to do for me to be like oh my gosh really like At this point, I think he'd have to be like a Manchurian candidate for me to be like shocked because (laughs) he's just out there doing whatever he wants. But I really, really enjoyed that. I'm so glad that you had mentioned that because I'm definitely going to just listen to them in order because I had no idea whatsoever. I was just like, "What?" Um, But something else, yes. It's excellent. Something else we had wanted to talk about is just like things that are bothering us overall in the election. So do you have anything during this election cycle that's really just getting on your last nerve?
0: If these people do not stop text messaging me, if somebody wants my vote, it would be to stop this from happening. Like if you just said that's your platform, we will stop the text messages. I would be all on that. And I get this one text message that I was, I'm trying to find it now. And I'm like, I don't know if they looked at the demographic of, you know, like who they're sending these texts out to, but mm. this one talked about um, someone calling the N word. Like
1: it was too much. Let me see. They said,
0: "Um, where is it, where? And that's so interesting to so see
1: what you get in different states too. <laughs> I get you know? three states worth. Because oh my gosh, I've lived in crazy.
0: Wisconsin. I've lived in Minnesota and here in Arizona. So I get all of those. Okay. I don't even know which one this one's for it was Wisconsin, Minnesota, or Arizona. I don't know. But this guy, Eric Sloan. This someone text me goes eric sloan was fired from his government job for harassing his employees an investigation found that sloan mocked a disabled woman and confessed to singing a slave song around black employee <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait, That was the, i cannot like 2020 <laughs> is out of control i have questions One what is a slave song And two who in the office Knew that it was a slave song Like I have so many questions Like There's a link to read the full report No don't click on it that's one thing That I never do like it's weird I realize they probably just get This information from like when we sign up And we say whether we're Democrat or Republican They get our phone number but I feel like I don't trust them to click on it Because you're an unknown person Swing low sweet chariot (laughs) that's swing low i think that's that's a church song isn't that a church (laughs) song
0: though it is it's a it's not a church song it is a it's not a slave song either it's just one of those songs like like harry tubman's the hidden message
1: inside the song so then that would would be a slave song but yeah You know what? I'm so done with 2020 because I thought that that was a church song and Jesus is supposed to be coming to take you home. Right. I didn't realize I'm going to have to look up the lyrics now in the history. because It doesn't I, say Jesus coming. It just says coming to take you home. But see you know what? Basically But they sing it at church. Okay, so apparently people have done whatever the heck they want with this song because I literally put it into Google and the first thing that comes up is Swing Low Sweet Chariot, a sha shong- a song by UB forty. So obviously that's not what he was singing. UB forty they sing red, red, wine. Stay close to me. You don't know that song, is Samantha. That well, you know what? Song? I can't. know Samantha, <laughs> this is from like the nineties, <laughs> but I can't carry a beat. So you might have heard it before, but it just sounds terrible with me singing it. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. yes. But that's terrible that he was singing yeah. this alleged slave song because
0: <laughs> you. But know, then I got honest- the text message. <sighs> like, did you see that te- Like, honestly, like that was too much that's like i was like okay
1: i don't need this in my phone from you sir or ma'am like because what do they want you to do about it like i'm not clear is this to be like a vote for or a vote against Against it it was called sleazy sloan oh wow that was the sleazy sloan project so i haven't really got any text messages like that the text messages that i'm getting are kind of like making sure you vote and so for me kind of in the same vein and I think I talked to Sam about it offline I had made some donations twice to my party and when I tell you guys they are spamming my inbox Like you would not believe. And this is one of my pet peeves. I don't like getting real mail. And it's so funny because when you're a kid, you're always like, I can't wait to get mail. I can't wait to get mail. Mm -hmm. Now I hate it. I don't like to get real mail. And I don't like to get mail to my inbox. And I'm one of those people that I don't like when the little red bubble pops up on your phone and it's like seven here and eight here. Look, I need it to be clean and everything to be in the appropriate folder. That might be a little OCD, but Mm -hmm. that's just like, that makes me feel good when I don't have a million emails when I tell you if I don't check my emails over the weekend on Monday I have like a hundred emails and they're all from the party so one day I said you know what this is too much I can't keep complaining to my friends and family that I'm upset that they keep sending me all these emails asking for more money At one point, it was eight weeks out and they literally had the audacity to email and tell me, oh, you should donate this much every week for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they don't know me if they think that I'm going to make a donation every week for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm livid really because I'm pretty chill. I think you guys can get that. I I don't get riled up for much, but I was so annoyed. I clicked respond and I wrote a letter. (laughs) I wrote a letter And I was like, listen, you guys must not understand that the average American has student loans and we need to buy groceries and we have to live. Oh, I did. did. I guess I did. (laughs) did I did because that's how upset I was, Samantha. Because I mean, you can't send one person. I mean, you can because they're doing it, but 10 emails in one day and every email is about how you need this money. Like I was just, I was upset. So I sent this whole email. Right. That and I feel so good. I'm so proud mess. of myself because I'm like, you need to stop it. Don't you know that somebody responded to me and they said, We're so sorry that you feel this way. You know, um, somebody from our campaign will get back to you. In the meantime, would you like to buy one of those oh, things that go oh, no, in the ground and say, I'm voting for this candidate? I was <laughs> with it. <laughs> like they yeah. don't give a damn. They just want the money. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh, that's crazy. I had someone I've been getting them from both parties, which I'm kind of confused about. Like pick Oh, pick I have not Yeah, both. It's very uh it's, uh insane. So, I got one um that says China that was the headline China is taking our jobs. Oh my and gosh. I was like, how do you not know I am either married or in relationship with an Asian person? Like, that would not be the thing to get me to vote for you. Like, hey, you prick. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with people. Like, it doesn't matter what party I have signed up for. Nobody wants a racist, e- a racist text message. Like, hey, don't bring that shit here, you know?
1: yeah it's crazy but i think for me that was uh, that is what has driven me crazy mm-hmm. the most because you don't have to do that to people i understand that you need money but there has to be a better way like once somebody donates don't spam them if they want to give again they will find you to make another exactly. donation Exactly. Um, I haven't really don't been you getting no
0: it's the plague <laughs>
1: Like I'm saving to get toilet paper for when this thing ramps back up. I could not make donations every week. And you know what I will say, though, that I've noticed this election. Oh, but you know what it could be? I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, So, Samantha, you could let me know. But I feel like the times I have. I could let you know. (laughs) Of all people You say that Maybe maybe the listeners can let us know But I feel like (laughs) the times that I have Watched live TV I'm not seeing as many of like Those negative ads that I have Seen in past election years So that is a nice thing But I think that's happening
0: Your your emails and they're On your commercials through through like
1: Spotify or you know Whatever yeah I hear them Oh see I'm not like I'm, I'm i'm not really listening to my podcast anymore because i'm not in the car i used to have like a long drive everywhere mm-hmm. um so i was always listening to my podcast so i haven't listened to them in months yeah. um i don't oh they're terrible really...
0: ones <laughs> really okay
1: so maybe i'll take I it back i don't really watch one. tv if i do i like to watch Mostly like movies ones about trump oh i haven't i haven't it's see... not very difficult.
0: I think, yeah, I could probably Google. I think... um, No, I mean, like, to say bad things about Trump.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just... You know what I don't understand about the Republican Party is that a lot of them don't seem happy with him either. I know we usually just let the incumbent go Mm -hmm. in again but why not put up somebody else that people respect because there's no one else
0: there's no what
1: about john kasich i really like john kasich he was very good the following year to talk about the budget and stuff so. so
0: i think at this point what the republican party needs to do is just chill let if if we if the republican party doesn't win uh this ticket chill don't put any good people out because this is not going to happen like nobody is going to vote Republican not the majority I don't think I don't know I'm just saying if we don't win this ticket or if (laughs) we the Republicans I mean don't win this ticket then I don't think you know they should try to like really seriously run for anything because they just need
1: to let this settle of let this you mean like for a bit in, in like, well, I don't understand what you mean, like in the senate or the house or no presidential, like, like for four in years, the next four don't. years.
0: No, that's not enough time. I think that we need if we're gonna put someone out front, if the Jesus, I guess everyone's <laughs> gonna know now. If we're gonna put someone out front, it <laughs> needs to be a weaker candidate, you know, because I don't see the majority going like the, the people are gonna be mad for a while, and um. It's is not going to end well, so I think we should just wait a minute and see what we can come up with, and not do mm. anything brash. Like I don't like, I don't like this. I don't like when people use race as mm. a ploy to get more votes. Like, do not put a black candidate out front just because you want the black vote. You know, that right. is I don't know, absolute awful. I hate that. It's a manipulation. That's what it is. It's manipulation. Yeah. do not I don't put a know, woman out I don't, front because I don't know you want
1: what's going to happen. Vote. i mean
0: yeah so i, I think know, I, I think it's just, just time to, any for a woman to do,
1: like i hate that a yeah i president? understand like i could say like sarah palin makes sense like it was time for Right. If it was was time I feel like for a female To either be vice president or president But my thing is like don't just throw A woman out there just because She's a woman like Sarah Palin was not Going to be qualified like we should have had somebody Mm -hmm. Else I'm sure there's several good women That could have been A potential running mate And I think we need to like Mm -hmm. obviously I don't know everything that there is about Politics but I think that um, Both sides we just Need to get back to putting out serious candidates that's really where my concern is serious Mm -hmm. candidates that are smart that are educated Mm -hmm. that have common sense that have good people around them to provide counsel because i'm not expecting somebody to run for president to know everything but i am expecting them to have the best of the best in each area around them to guide them to the best of their ability that's what i'm looking for i'm not looking for Lies. I'm not looking to be pandered to. I'm not looking to be, you know, protected from the truth. Give it to me straight. Let's work together as Americans and move forward. That's what I want to do. But the whole thing is just really crazy here at this point. So that's how I feel about that.
0: It's insane. It's the it same, and and I'm a, I am, a, I'm just gonna say it out there. I'm a Republican. I'm part of the Republican Party. Siobhan's a Democrat. We get along famously.
1: She's just throwing me out there. She's like, she's a Democrat. Maybe I didn't want people to know.
0: No, well, maybe. <laughs> okay, I'll edit that. For. No, Siobhan, you can keep it. You can Siobhan's keep it. Siobhan's whatever
1: she is. <laughs> no, I'm totally fine. I think yeah. we are a good example to use. Is like yes, we have and I just, definitely we get along views.
0: Famously, we get, even when we're talking about politics, we have. I think that the problem is, for, from my point of view, we can't have a one side party. Everyone's forgetting that. Like we can't have just a Democrat party or just a Republican party. We need both point of views, you know, right. together we can make great things happen. But the problem I think right now is that nobody's listening to each other, to the constituents. It's their own, they have their own agenda, all politicians own agenda, you know, be it the party's agenda, their personal agenda, whatever the agenda is, is not for the people. And once we get back to politicians really being about America first, people first, then we can get moving on making America great again, so to speak. Um, But not until then, right now, we're just a bunch of i think people who are just kind of wandering around in the valley you lost you know and 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 i am for democrats as much as i'm for republicans because i know we need both sides like we need to have a a congress that is going to cross the aisle talk to each other really make things work really make good choices because you know as a conservative i'm more fiscal like what's the budget balance the budget what what are we going to do with the federal reserve we definitely need to audit those suckers you know what i mean like <laughs> i'm more <laughs> about that but then what i love about my relationship with javon is she brings in the but sam what about this you know or look at it from this point of view and i I need that. And that, I think, is the way we should be running our country. You know, everyone should be looking at it from both point of views and then making a decision together. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think you can be both. Like, you can be... And have more than one point of view, and I feel like that's one thing that this election cycle has really gotten away, gotten us away from. Everybody's either red or blue. Anybody that has listened to this podcast for any amount of time knows that I am fiscally conservative. I'm like, we should have a budget. Everybody should have a budget because a budget is a great thing. But I'm also very liberal in like how people should be able to live their lives. You can have more than one thought on something, and I feel like people in Washington have. forgotten that they're either all or nothing on how they feel and I just that's not a good way to be I think get to be open to seeing you know other possibilities I think that's how Sam and I work it's a yin and a yang it balances it's that's what Sam and I think about this election cycle how we're feeling we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode get out and vote however you vote because as Americans that is our right to vote and to keep our democracy running smoothly so hope you guys enjoyed and we will talk to you later